Instead of your regularly scheduled show notes and corrections, today's intro song will be featuring Britney Spears, at least as the topic. Thank you, and enjoy. like we got a little problem clinging to our judgments like they precious and we gollum hanging mother scratches like they sketches on a pole wire calling captors heroes while we claim to captured liars Britney bitch not since Whitney did we witness such a shift yes Houston had a problem but she also had them gifts we assumed that she was doomed but she just wanted to dance with somebody anybody mainly Bobby and the chance of their double down addiction was a trouble avalanche Kinda adds a people, just a little bitty bitty 
So that said, many wonder why even fight this. Are the problems of some rich white bay even righteous? To which I'd answer, come on, friend, and look to where the light is. Martin King said it best, if you're asking me. Simply put, no one is free until we all free. So free Mumia and free Assange. Free Palestine and blacks with bongs. Locked up in prison, pulling cheech and chong. Free your boobs strapped up in your bras. Hell, free your feet from your shoes and socks. And free your mind from all the social locks. Because in the end, no one's free until Britney rocks. of Cats in a Bag, the Chaka Time Radio Music Hour, with your host, Chaka Angelos Sicilianos. Cue theme song. Boom, ch, boom, boom, ch, boom, boom, ch, boom, 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 ch, boom, boom, ch, Cats in the bag, 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 cats in the bag. It's an okay theme song. Cats in the bag, cats in the bag, cats in the bag. I'll just say it's a theme song. Oh, hey, oh, cats in the bag. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, here we are for another episode. Not dead yet. Good tidings to all. It is a different episode. Not that every other episode wasn't different from itself. But this episode differs in the sense that I'm recording it in the middle of the day. Normally, I do them at the evening time. I figure dusk brings a little more energy to groove. But the days got away, and I'd really like to get a nap out. And so, I'm trying something different. I'm hoping that I will be able to muster what it takes and bring a good show to the people, the person, maybe only a robot's listening. I don't know, but um, we shall find out, because now, guess what? We have made it to Apple Podcasts, which really essentially puts it on all podcasts platforms, so that's exciting. The plus side is there is a player, and you can scrub, i.e. go back 10 seconds, go forward 30 seconds, because that was the hardest part of the old player that I had that was embedded in my website's infrastructure. Uh, you could barely move around anywhere. Um, but now, I can do all sorts of stuff. And that's nice, because sometimes I want to get the hell out of a section and the heck into another section. And so that's a delight. The downside, um, as you'll have seen if you happen to go back to episode, I think it's four? Six? I can't recall. But it's one where I talk about the wonderful Victoria Corin and the show, or Corin Mitchell, and the show Only Connect. The theme song is one of my favorite songs. But I was advised by a wise friend, and she said, well, you don't really want to play around with those uh, content robots. They will, they can recognize a song in like 1.5 seconds, and you only get so many strikes with the likes of Apple and such. So I said, all right, I will just bleep it out. Maybe I'll put in a a link to it. I think maybe now with the new podcast uh, platform, I'll be able to link show notes for real instead of just putting them on my website. I don't know. All something to figure out as we move along. One more correction on that note. Victoria Corrin, um, I said I was reading her book um, for Love or Money, but that is actually the title of a Michael J. Fox movie with um, the woman from Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride, that's a good movie. I love it. I don't know why. But I never saw For Love or Money. And the truth is, her book, Victoria Corns, is called For Richer or For Poorer. It is about poker. I am about halfway through, and I'm loving it. So, on that note, maybe we will get into a song. Um, I'll tell you one other bit of auspiciousness. 
auspiciousness. I went for my breath walk this morning, and just as I was about to leave the driveway, what should walk right in front of me, not ten paces ahead, but a very healthy-sized fox. And I said, oh, hello, Mr. Fox. And he said, <coughs> and I said, wow, I guess you like movies too. All right, so on that, let's try a song. Hmm? This is going to be interesting because I'm definitely in a different musical mindset. You know, normally I would have a brewski and uh, it would loosen me up and I'd feel groovy. Now I feel I'm drinking, I'm drinking water with electrolytes in it. <laughs> what a square. But, um, bump. That is where we're at. And so we're just going to try it. Uh, what kind of music? Um, how about something? Let's just go with the beat. Hmm? Just get that beat going. Uh, I can only seem to do certain beats these days. But.
maybe you're just the kind of guy who needs to get erased. That's a song that definitely was one, and now we'll just keep going. So what do we want to talk about? You'll notice I opened this episode with a song about Britney Spears. Um, I'm a big fan of hashtag free Britney. Now, to be completely honest with you, I'm not the biggest Britney music fan. I have nothing against it. It's just not. It's just not quite my thing. Um, I mean, they're toxic, as you can see. I sort of homaged it in the beat. Um, I love toxic, and there's probably, you know, a good handful of songs I love. But um, I was I was never really big into that, or even Justin Timberlake. I well, you know, I kind of liked that Crimea River song until later I learned that it was sort of a pot shot at Jim Britney here, and I don't really like that. But hey, whatever. All's fair in love and war and pop music, I guess, too. So that is how I started the show. And I really think her cause is a righteous one. Um, you know, it's just when people, greedy people, it's been going out on, on, on through history, I bet. But they take advantage of their loved ones and all for just money, for love or money, huh? comes all back around circle there um and so i just i feel like her cause is a notable one and it bums me out i think i first became aware of it i don't know four four months ago or something um i think maggie pointed it out to me and i i said huh interesting because I, I remember i saw her on instagram and i was like she doesn't seem content I'm not going to say she seemed uh, out of it, but she did seem a little out of it. <laughs> and I thought, huh. And then I heard the story, and then I watched the documentary on Hulu, and then I was like, okay, well, yes, I, I see why she's a little frazzled. These people are running her into the ground. And that bummed me out. You know, I, I, if she was a poor uh, anyone else, I'd, I'd be sad, too, if she were, you know, when I was a few years ago, I think, the biggest cause I always wanted to champion was the sex slave industry of children. People just don't realize how many children are enslaved. And I was always, there's a movie called Lilia, Lily, Lilia Forever by Lucas Moodyson. I think I got that right. It's an amazing movie. I saw it with my buddy Greg at a film festival a long time ago. And it broke us open like a goddamn cracker under a hammer. And... And from that day forward, I said, this is the cause. This is the cause we should champion. Because this is just, this is travesty. Anyone enslaved by another. Especially if they're innocents. Um, and now Brittany's a full-grown woman, but still. She is under duress. And I don't like that. So then I, uh, I followed that. And then Maggie got me, or actually the Easter Bunner got me a free Brittany t-shirt. And I'll wear it every now and then. And people will sometimes shout out, yeah, right on, free Britney, hashtag, uh, which is always a nice camaraderie, solidarity. So I, uh, uh, truth be told, once once she is free, if she's free, I'm going to have to retire that t-shirt, I think, because then it just becomes redundant. But uh, it broke my heart. And then just the other day, she came out with her audio release of her discussion uh, with the judge. And she seemed just as coherent as anyone can be. And so it just, it bummed me out. So I wrote that Free Britney song last night. I was hoping to record an episode, but it just took me a little longer than I needed. And then I found out this morning, as if just no one can win in this world, it seems sometimes. It's a great world, don't get me wrong. But I found out that the conservatorship denied her request to have her father um, not linked to the conservatorship. Which to me is some straight up bullshit. But um, today's a day of bullshit. Because it turns out that they overturned Bill Cosby's uh, conviction. 
So I guess the devils have run amok, and Bill Hicks was right. We just kill the good ones, and we let the bad ones go. It's a real bummer sometimes, but don't let it get you down. On that note, let's just say thanks. No thanks. All right, we just got to come up with a little song here. Don't Gotta make it pop, kid. Come on. Don't stop. We're going to figure it out together. talk about some stuff maybe by talking about some stuff we'll be able to find the glue that will stick this together so something happened recently i'm a big fan of uh massage i, I call them chinese massages because usually there's chinese people but honestly i don't know if they're chinese people or another form of asian people now you could say i'm a racist for that i disagree i'm just ignorant um and I used to go in Albany. There's this one called uh, Asian Foot Spa. It's out on right just past Wolf Road off Central. Whew! It was heaven. You could get an hour-long foot massage for $35. And it was just a delight. But then you could get a real massage for a full hour uh, for a very pretty good price. Maybe it was like $45, $50. Uh, heaven on earth. But recently I had found a place here where I live. And they were wonderful. It was a little more expensive, but uh, I was making it a, maybe not a weekly thing, but an every other week or at least once a month. And I just loved it. And I loved them. And they were just so thorough. I don't know how else to describe it. There's a difference between the Westerner who takes up massage and, and the more Asian-influenced massage. The Asians... They will dig in. Like this little lady, she would hop up on the table and then she'd almost be like balancing on my back with her elbows. And I like that. I know, don't get me wrong, I like a regular massage. I've, I've had many regular massages. They're good too. They're usually more expensive and they just don't dig in as much. But 
something about the Western influence. They also don't get in your butt. I mean, your butt cheeks. Don't get weird. And these mother scratchers, they would just bam right up in it. Just like Rocky Balboa hitting on a thing of beef. But here's the sad part. I went to go get one maybe about a month ago. And I walked in and they were gone. There was no sign that they had ever even been there. Sign was gone. The place was empty. I had just been there the week before. And it broke my heart. And so supposedly now all the J-Spas have pulled out of all the malls all across the world. Why? I don't know. But I felt like I was in a noir film. And I still haven't been able to overcome it, in all honesty, because I dream of them. And literally in my dreams. And I'm like, where are you? I'll try you. But um, I just have to let it go. I'm, I pray that they still live in town and one day I'll walk into one of them and be like, oh, do you do it? Do you do it somewhere else? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But that happens. <sighs> I dream of Chinese massages. I can't quite figure out what is the groove I'm feeling. Let's go with something. Something just simple. this lesson that finding the groove can be a real challenge so let's just keep going with something a little different Okay. 
that's okay. That's okay. on through we're friends so here's something um i've noticed about me in the winter i like to take super cold ice baths i think i told you about my ice bath i keep on the porch horse trough sledgehammer smash open the layer of ice get in sit there 15 minutes if you can do it and it's such a delight oh i don't know why i come out my hands are numb I have to shake around. I have to do the old Wim, Wim Hof breath just to get the blood flowing. But it's just, oh, so invigorating. But in the summer, weirdly, I've been doing, on the really hot days, taking really hot baths. So maybe that's just who I am. Um, I'd also like to tell you about my mantras. I was thinking about that the other day. You know, I'm a big fan of mantras. Now, what are they? I don't really know. They're chants that are theoretically written in Sanskrit, and you say them, and they supposedly do some physio-magical element between your body, the time-space, and the temporal realm of existence. I don't really even know what temporal realm means. I just thought it sounded fancy. But my favorite mantra, and I've got a bunch, is something called the Gayatri Mantra. I think you spell it G-A-Y-I-T-R-I, maybe. And a friend gave it to me, a friend named Jen, way back in the day. We were uh, buddies. And she said, I think you might like this mantra. And I said, oh, yeah, what do you mean? She said, it's called the Gayatri Mantra, and I think you might like it. And it goes, Om Bur Bhuvasvaha Tatsavitur Varnayam Vargo Divasya Dimahi Diyoyona Prachodayat. I'll say it again for you. Om Bur Bhuvasvaha Tatsavitor Varnaryam Vargo Devasya Dimahi Diyoyona Prachodayat. And basically what it means is Om Bur Bhuvasvaha, God, Earth, Sky, Heaven. That's pretty much the translation, I believe. Tatsavitor Varnayam. That divine, that divine effulgence we all uh, worship or respect. Vargo Devasya Dimahi I can't even remember. God, earth, sky, heaven, that divine effulgence we all, um, we contemplate your glory, your great glory, and we only ask you that you help us enlighten our intellect. Um, and the point is, think of it as a prayer. You know, and a lot of people, they like to pray. They say, oh, I pray that I win a Lamborghini. Um, or, you know, you could go, I pray that I'm one with God. And it's like, I don't know if you want either of those. You got your Lamborghini. Don't forget, it's the upkeep. It deteriorates in value immediately. Um, and if you were to be one with God, well, then you'd probably have to stop being this fragment of yourself here now. And I don't think you'd really want to do that right away. So what the mantra is really saying is like, uh, yeah, I see that there's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, I thank you for it. Uh, this is a cool place to be. Any chance you could help me see things the right way so that I can do it better. And that's the Gayatri mantra in a nutshell. Maybe I butchered a little bit, but you get the gist. Um, onward. 
Onward, soldiers, march. Um, so yeah, maybe I can do a patron lunch on this here. Boom. So let's try it. Om, om bor bubasaha. Om bor bubasaha. Tatsa vitor varne om barco devasya di mahidi yo yo na prachodayat. Om bor bubasaha. Tatsa vitor varne om barco devasya di mahidi yo yo na prachodayat. Om bor bubasaha. Tatsa vitor varne om barco devasya di mahidi yo yo na prachodayat. Om bor bubasaha. Tatsa vitor varne om barco devasya di said guru guru wahe guru ramdas guru that's another mantra that i had gotten back when i was into kundalini kundalini yoga and i yogi yogi Vajan? what's his name no i don't know there's a yogi you used to be able to write that ran that was the head of the whole kundalini and you would send him you would send him a gift i sent him three sacrojuya coins and he'd give you a name and he gave me Ram Das, which I thought, oh, that's cool, because there's the old Ram Das be here now. Good book. Um, and I'm like, I'll take it. I like that one. Now, I once met a Buddhist Tibetan monk. He was running a, uh, a meditation retreat in Cooperstown with my Uncle Chris. And he gave me a name, Dorje Yeshe, which means adamantine wisdom. Sugar. I can't remember. Well, either way, you get a lot of names in life. Ask Usador. Um, so, yeah, and the, he also gave me the mantra, Guru Guru Wahe Guru Ram Das Guru. Or maybe another yogi gave me that. Either way, there's all these mantras. Here's one. At Gurename, Jugat Gurename, Sat Gurename, Siri Guru Deve Name. Now, that one was given to me once because I was biking down the street with a friend at night in Austin, Texas, and out of nowhere, an SUV comes, and I hear the sound of a baseball bat against a street sign, a metal street sign, and then the next thing I know, I'm on the ground, and then I realize, oh, I was the street sign, and the car was the baseball bat, and so I'm on the ground, sort of getting my wits about me, and my friend is screaming, oh no, oh no, and then the car is speeding off. Now, I don't recommend speeding off if you hit someone, because then you have to live your whole life wondering if you killed them. And that's no fun. But, whatever. I forgive you, whoever you were. So, I got a pretty big bruise on my side, and I was kind of gun-shy for a while. You know, I'd hear a sound, and I'd be like, ooh, ah, ooh, and it would tighten up my back. And so this, uh, this yogi kundalini teacher, Matab, that was his name, he gave me that one, the And that one is supposed to allow you about seven seconds and seven feet of space and time with which to avert crisis. So I do say that one a lot when I get in the car, and hopefully that'll 
you know, just kind of keep the accidents a little at bay and give me a little uh, jumping room. So that's all we got for mantras, all right? Um, it's Thursday in real life. I think I said that at the beginning. Pumping out episodes, that's what we do. Um, maybe I'll take this in a two-parter. Maybe I'll, I'll come back after the break a little later when I'm feeling a little more groovy, or maybe we'll just push on through. Um, I'm going to go with just a regular hip-hop beat, just for the hell of it. Come on, let's see if you can do that. Jeez, I mean, it shouldn't be this hard. What do you, rely on beer? Well, yeah, maybe. It loosens you up. God, maybe for a reason. Oh, wow. Oh, that reminds me. What, you want me to come over now? Well, it was just an idea. All right, I guess I could come over. We could talk about some stuff. Uh, well, I've just been sitting here on this stick where you leave me all week, staring at you from across the room. Yes, you do. It's a little disconcerting, but it's also nice to know you're there. It's comforting to know that whenever I need you, yeah, I will always be there. Um, oh, that reminds me, you mentioned Whitney Houston in the Britney, um, song that you wrote at the beginning. Yes, I did. Because I, I felt that it was, um... You know, very similar. You know, the court of public uh, opinion is is a mean bitch. With uh, no other way to say it, like a bitch in heat. Like it will chew you up. And I I watched this documentary called Whitney, which I highly recommend. A beautiful documentary. And all I could take away from it was that we are ass hats when it comes to judging celebrity. Um. Yeah, so, well, I just feel like we really, we don't know anything about these people, and yet we will condemn them for the slightest, you know, and, and now, I, I guess, you know, with cancel culture, it's even worse. Uh, I, I wouldn't survive for three minutes in this new climate. I think you'd be all right. I don't know. I'm pretty crass. Yeah, but there's a difference between being crass and being an ass almost or cruel you know you're not cruel that's true i'm not cruel i'm just kind of tell it like it is kind of guy right yeah and that's what i love about you well i love your traits like what well your mm, mm, put me on the spot here uh, <laughs> well i like your hair you like my hair Yes, I think it's nice. It's got sort of a, you know, a Samson-y, uh, Ziggy Marley kind of vibe to it. Okay. And I like your big nose. Okay, thank you. That's nice, sort of. Um, that's, I like, I, I would say that you're a kind guy, but I, I really, you're the only guy I know, so I have nothing to compare it to. It's not true, you know Aurora. I actually do know her very well. That's a very good point. So, well, I'll take that as a compliment, Sonny. You're welcome. I didn't say thank you. You're welcome anyway. All right, so why don't you just get back to doing your stuff, and I'll, I'll come back if you need me, all right? I'm always here for you. I love you. I love you, too. Peace. All right, well, a little visit from Sonny Never Hurt. Sonny! That's a, that's a good song. That's uh, my favorite karaoke song um it's it's uh, by bobby hebb and it involves modulation which i learned from eric miller is when a song jumps up a uh i don't know do you say an octave but it's sunny take me for the um yeah maybe one day we'll do it for the show be very easy to get it on the uh oh can you do that can you do karaoke on a podcast is that copyright can't be. I don't know. This world is too gosh darn holding. All right. There we go. A little song. That's, that's just cats in a bag. No. Oh, what about... I don't know. I'm lost in my mind. Boom, boom, boom.
some raps we gotta make them fat with a ph the level is better than if you peed in a pool hey <laughs> i wish i could rap a lot i wish i could scrap a lot but i can't i just can't my head's not right i try it though ah. Ah. your head into a microphone stand for what reason just because you can all right um let's talk about music music in movies that was something i was thinking about i love music we all know that i'm not loving the music i'm making right now but that's my own fault for showing up in the middle of the day sort of not waiting till the electromagnetic change occurs as day goes to dusk. But, um, hey, we live and we learn. But music and movies, big fan. Um, I think it is transformative. <laughs> Hot take. But um, let me give an example of that. So I remember I saw the movie Fight Club in San Francisco with my friends. Garen was there, Nikki, Alexa, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I, I went to a lot of movies back then. I had a sweet deal. I worked at the two video stores, and I could see all the movies everywhere. I could even go to the Castro for free. I saw about 15 Truffaut movies and 15 Han uh, Hitchcock movies. They had two retrospectives, and poof, that's an education for you. But I could also go to the Embarcadero, and I could go. It's like they we would let them have free movies at the movie store, the video, and they would let us go to all the movies. And so I spent half my life going to movies. And I saw Fight Club, and I thought, while I was watching it, 
this movie is very violent. All they want to do is fight. I should have realized that. It says it in the name. And I said, oh, well, let's slog through it. And then, and it's an old movie, so I will spoil it. But at the end, maybe I can be cryptic. But at the end, there's a, a moment with the two protagonists. And there's uh, some destruction that's going on in the song. Where is my mind by the Pixies comes on. And I had never heard that song. This is 1999. You'd think, oh boy, aren't you a sheltered little lamb? And uh, just, I had never had come around. And I heard that song and I said, oh my God, this is the best song. And now, retroactively, this is the best movie. So in that one moment, I went back and readjusted all my thoughts about it and became a big fan of the movie just because of the song. Music's powerful. Not powerful enough to rock right now. Hey, stop complaining. I will. So, another movie that I think is a beautiful movie that uses music so simply um, is Trust. It's by Hal Hartley. He's got a lot of really great movies. Simple Men, Amateur. Saw that with Johnny at the old... Uh, what was that theater? Was it Village or something? I don't know. And his music, he makes himself... Um, and maybe I'll try to do something based on that in a second here. But, um, and in that movie, there's a, a final scene too, where, now I love that movie from start to finish. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know you listener that well, uh, in the sense that I fear that most people have lost the ability to have any sort of patience if something is slow and, and artful and, you know, we need... We need things to be fast and clear. And it's it's our attention has uh, dwindled, and that's not a good thing. But it is what it is, and maybe there'll be some benefit from it down the road. Uh, I can't tell you, but I do fear that the majority of the population has lost the ability to maintain attention if something is subtle. So, but at the end of this movie, there's a song that he made. And this is kind of this climactic moment. Just a simple shot. Just this one shot. And the music is just so beautiful. In fact, let me call it up in my head. By my head, I mean the computer. I won't play it, Apple. Chill out. I'm just going to get it in my head so I can think on it. All right. I think I got it. Um. <laughs> no. Hmm. Oh. song <laughs> I butchered it it won't be long I'm singing it singing it singing it to you now yes 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 no well the song goes like that and watch the movie um, and maybe you'll like it if you don't I guarantee you'll get your money back because you can't probably even pay for it anymore <laughs> I don't know. Actually, it's funny. I, it's I had to buy the DVD in order to watch it, um, and it's one of like ten DVDs that I had to get as opposed to already having. All right, back to this topic about music and movies. 
Now, I'd like to point out, I was thinking the other day, how you have something like About a Boy. You know, that kind of movie where there's a climactic scene uh, in a school talent show and then the song and they the underdog plays the song and it's 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 inspiring and you know that's great but then you have something like you ever see the movie lucky um with uh what's his name he was in paris texas it'll come to me but uh and it was directed by somebody named lynch and weirdly enough david lynch is in it but i don't think they're related weirdly um but uh harry dean stanton that's it and there's a scene in that movie where he shows up at a, um, I don't know, they just call it a Mexican family's barbecue. I don't know, maybe it's a quinceanera. I'm not really sure. And he sings this song. Um, and I think there's a mariachi band that chimes in with him. But it is just so beautiful. It's, I think, Yorar. I don't know, maybe it's about crying. Um, but that's another example of just uh, how the music it just made me feel like oh so grateful that i walked into the theater at the time i was projectionist and i would always uh when the last you know i would be there for a 12-hour shift and when i played the last movie of the four movies during the day we had eight theaters but you know eight movies four times blah 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 you can do the math when that last one would go i would just run them all and every now and then it would be timed so perfectly that i would um I would go and sit and watch it. And so I watched Lucky a couple times, to be honest. But I was just so grateful because this song is so beautiful. And then it led me to, um, what is her name? Uh, she sang with the Neville Brothers. Oh, boy, brain. Kem, Kem now. Can you get it? I don't know, but she's, she's, a, she's an American. Actually, I think she's, a, she's biracial, maybe. Maybe she's got some... Mexican in her, I'm not sure. Um, um, let me figure it out. Oh, I got it. I was about to look it up, but I got it. Linda Ronstadt. But she put out a mariachi album because it was a dream. You should watch her documentary too. I think it's just called... I don't know what it's actually called. I think it might have a more poetic name than just her name. But... um. So he sang in Lucky, and my point is to say that those are two ways of using music where it's in the scene and the characters are singing it. And it's very powerful. But then you have something like, say, like Isle of Dogs. You see that, Wes Anderson? Oh, I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. Um, And Isle of Dogs is one of my favorites, but there's a scene where the dogs are walking on their journey, and there's a song. I don't know who made the song, but it was good. And it's just so powerful. But that makes me think of Royal Tenenbaums. Now, there's a scene in that where it's a one long shot on the fire truck. It's about midway through the movie. It's probably one of the best scenes in a movie ever. Um, and the song is called Spark Plug Minuet by Mark Mothersbaugh. Uh, and it's hard to find. It's not on Spotify. I did find a version of it where somebody on YouTube made a birthday video for somebody and they put it in that and that's the only place i've been able to find it other than in the movie itself but that when i watched that there was a period of time and i know i'm meandering here but there was a period of time when i could not cry i didn't know how to um you know this when i was a little kid i cried all the time i'd cry if my homework was too hard but once i became an adult man person i was just couldn't cry and so i was like i gotta cry because otherwise i'm just gonna I'm not going to, I'm going to probably die from not crying. And so then I realized, oh, there's some songs I can play to make me cry. There was a Modest Mouse one that would work. Um, I think there's one by, uh, what's that OK Computer band? I don't know, it's called like Scenes from a Movie or something. But this spark plug minuet scene, it's just the most beautiful thing. And it ends, um, Ben Stiller's talking to his dad, played by a, uh, well, not played by Royal Tenenbaum, Royal, you know that guy, brain's just not, on t- there's just too many pieces of information to recall, but um, he says to his dad, I've had a rough year, and by the time I got there, I would just bawl, I'd sit there, and I'd say, okay, look, 
I'm not a robot. I am a human boy. So get off my back. I did my due diligence. Diligence? Um, all right. Well, that's the section on movies and music. Let's take a look at the clock here. I think we're, I think we're pretty good. I think what we'll do is we'll take a break. And we'll see if we can come up with one last little jingle, huh? All right. Thank you. And see you in a sec. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in to the Chaka Time Radio Hour, Cats in a Bag. Again, I was your host, Chaka Angelosa Kilianos. And let's just see if we can take you out with one little melody, right? Let's just try.
You know, I always tell you, be aware of where you put your attention. But you should also be giving your attention, giving your full attention to anybody and anything you come across for a split second, especially another human being. Because it's so frustrating knowing you're talking to someone and they're not listening. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's frustrating. And so I bid you a sweet and fond farewell. Until the next time, remember this has been Cats in the Bag Radio. And that's pretty much all I got to say. DJ, do me a favor and fade us out.